Okay, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Canadian Talk. This is episode 39, I think. Um, Alright, so... Oh my god. So this is what's been going on lately. Uh, let me put some wood on this fire here, people, and I'll catch right back up with you. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, this camera's angled down a bit too low. I think I gotta fix that. There we go. Gotta get my head in there. Okay, everybody, this is episode 39 of Canadian Talk. This is a podcast where basically we shouldn't be a podcast, but we are anyway. Uh, I got a toothache. Uh, I'm just recovering from an earache and a throat ache. I had everything that you can get. Uh, I was on a trip to Central America and I basically got every disease that you can get out there. Um, so this is what's going on in the world right now. That's good. My hatred for the legal system has gone down by by 0.1%. Um, after the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, so this is a trial if you're unaware, but you probably should be aware unless you've been living under a rock, because I only cover topics that you have to be under a rock to not know about. Um, basically, if I'm going to do any kind of current events, it's stuff that you have to be under a rock or you've heard of it. Um, also, I might sound a little stuffed up today because that's because I'm sick. But uh, who gives a fuck, right? Right? So, this is a podcast. Um, what's happening good in the world right now is Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty of all his charges. And I am happy about that. And that doesn't make me a racist. Okay? That is one thing I want to make certain. Guess what? The N-word has been said on this podcast. Go find it. But that doesn't mean that that I'm a racist that uh, you know uh, uh, I mean well sorry I, I got I got crossed up on my points there <laughs> if you say the n-word you're probably a racist I'm just saying that the n-word has been said on this podcast and I am happy about Kyle Rittenhouse verdict and I'm still not a racist so the Kyle Rittenhouse trial is a trial about this kid who who killed some people in the street uh, he was out trying to be a medic uh, you know, down there in the old U.S. of A., where they have all kinds of, of issues right now. And um, it was about the most clear-cut trial you could ever have. There was video of him uh, and his and his goals for the night, which was medical care. Man, it's hard to talk with this. I got, I got a sore tooth. I think I said that already, but I'm going to have to get, like, a tooth pulled or something. So this is, probably isn't going to go on too long today. But there is some shit I want to get through. But, yeah, this kid was found not guilty and and I am so thankful because if, if, if it hadn't went the way it was going to go I would have lost I along with many other people would have lost all faith in the legal system and, and I had already lost a lot of faith um, <clears throat> so that's what's going on in the mainstream stuff that's real I'm really happy about also I just got back from Central America so uh, thank you thank you I'm back that cord is in the way. That cord is in the way of my drinking hand, and that just can't happen. 
Jesus Christ. I gotta get a better microphone. No, I'm just kidding. I actually really like this microphone. Especially for how much I paid for it, which was pretty much nothing. So, uh, i got a blazing fire going here. We are in Saskatchewan, Canada for this podcast today. It's minus 16 degrees Celsius out here, which in Fahrenheit, I'm not even sure what that is. I don't know, that's minus 32. Well, that's, I mean, I think that's zero. I think that's actually zero in Fahrenheit. Minus 16 Celsius, I'm pretty sure is zero in Fahrenheit or, or close to it. Let me see what my list has here. We're happy about the Rittenhouse thing. I want to tell you about what happened to me in Central America because I became even more... Okay, here's some more right-wing talking points. I became even more hateful towards COVID. And I hate to say that, but, but, but honestly, when you travel with this shit going on right now, it's not just about vaccines. It's about this testing stuff and how it, it really puts a lot of financial weight on on the on the common man it's really not okay you know um and i'll tell you about the hijinks that i ran into while i was traveling if we have enough time here today i don't know i've got a list here let me let me read a bit of the list as and just kind of bang through it i've got kyle rittenhouse on here of course so i'll just delete that i saw a thing about fauci uh fauci the covid guy um i saw a thing about him (coughs) and his tests you know, people have obviously been trying to defame him a little bit because he's pretty politically charged right now and he's doing a lot of things that are making the right not so happy. I saw this thing where apparently he's doing some testing or he's approved some testing where they're fucking killing beagles, beagles like the dog. Like they're apparently they're trying to figure out what bot flies do like we don't fucking know already. And apparently that he's he's got them he's 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 putting beagles heads in a container and there's a bu- and he's letting a bunch of flies attack them which is really crazy uh, and he's like cutting their their vocal cords and stuff so that's not really cool uh, so I just wanted to throw in a little defamation of Fauci in here in case anybody wants that for my right-wing listeners um, Baldwin Alec Baldwin I'm sure you've all heard of this if not here you go Alec Baldwin shot. So there's a new movie called Rust uh, that he's in, and he shot two people on the set of this movie. Um, he had a gun, and he thought that it was loaded with blanks, and he fucking shot his director of photography right in the face. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how about you check the gun? I mean, how much money are you spending to make this movie? Why I'm gonna put in a one of these little pouches even though I've got I've got tooth problems, but I'm hope, I'm hoping that I get my tooth problems fixed by tomorrow. How about if you're spending a hundred million on a movie, you make sure the gun has the right kind of fucking bullets in it. Jesus Christ, like So yeah, Alec Baldwin, he didn't only shoot he shot he shot the one lady right in the face and killed her and then uh, the other guy he got shot the bullet went through the woman and hit him and almost killed him so that's what's going on for Alec Baldwin which is pretty fucking crazy 
I threw a few interesting interviews of him up on the uh, up on the podcast page. It's it's really too bad because he was already obviously the center of many much media attention. His daughter is dating Justin Bieber. I mean, and now he fucking shoots, he murders some people on the set of a movie that he's on. Okay, it's not murder, right? Because it was an accident, but pretty fucking crazy. Got a few more things I want to read on here. This was a quote that I read that I thought was pretty funny. I'd say as much as 60% of the master plan is pretending that the master plan exists. I thought that was pretty good. I call myself an artist, a.k.a. trauma-bonded to myself. (laughs) When you're in a culture, you like it... Oh, hold on. Oh, this is this has to do with me being in Central America. It was very interesting because I tell you, you don't really think of the where you live as your culture until you go somewhere else. Like I've traveled a little bit before, but um, I haven't traveled all that much and not to any really crazy places like that have an insanely different culture than than Canada. Like I've traveled around a lot in Canada and in the United States, but it's it's mostly all the same. So, um, but yeah, going to Central America, man, does does it open your eyes to your own culture when you see another culture? Like, I have this girl that I know uh, who speaks Spanish, right? And English. And I really haven't paid enough attention to the fact that she can speak Spanish. And ever since I went on this trip, I've been speaking just Spanish to her. And, uh, you know, she's, they like, a person likes that. Uh, It's like respect for their culture, you know? Because, like, well, English is probably the best language, but, (laughs) I mean, there are other languages that are good. Like, don't get me wrong. Let's see what else we got on here. Oh, that's not that interesting. That just has to do with, like, cleanliness and motivation. Keep your fucking apartment clean. That's That's the message to that one right there. Oh, so this one here is to do with William Shatner going to space. I don't know how many people have seen the video of this, but William Shatner went to space. I may have talked about this on the last podcast, but who gives a fuck? The podcasts get 100 views each on YouTube and 1,000 views on the website. So basically less than 1% of the people in Saskatoon, my city, is hearing this. But considering that this is global, basically no one is hearing this. So um, yeah, you won't have heard what I said on the last episode anyway. So anyway, William Shatner went to space with with Amazon owner Jeff Bezos. And I'm not sure how much Shatner paid for this. I'm pretty sure it was kind of a gimmick to bring him with. And But after the flight, there was an interesting moment. They were videotaping, because Shatner, I guess, wanted to say some stuff about, about the trip to space, which is fine. But uh, Bezos like ended up interrupting him and shit, and it was super awkward. So if you haven't seen the video of that, it is online. Go and check that out. Um... And you'll find you'll you'll treat yourself to an awkward moment with William Shatner. It was kind of sad because I, I want to know what Shatner was going to say too. I think we all did. He was emotional. Uh, Shatner was emotional. He was almost ready to start crying, and uh, and Bezos just just interrupted him and right before right before he was about to start like a little speech on space and shit, and probably you know his life and what he's accomplished and things and just totally got totally got uh, interrupted. All right, saving a dog's life. I talked about that already on the other podcast. I saved a dog's life. Um, 
story and video of seeing girl getting pulled out from under a deck. Oh yeah, that's on the last episode. At my uh, one of my houses, I was just kind of driving around doing regular maintenance stuff, and I saw the police like having a confrontation with this girl who was hiding under a deck. This was at my, this was the neighbor to one of my houses, and this girl was freaking out under her deck. The cops were pulling her out. I posted the video at the end of episode 38 if you wanted to see that uh, that video of the cops pulling her out from under the deck I guess her boyfriend just committed suicide so it's really sad but she was she was freaking out and having a mental breakdown in front of these cops okay so that's everything on my list so I'm gonna start I'm gonna start my TikTok live now and just keep on going with the pod <coughs> so I am currently just starting up a live Go live. Oh, I didn't add a topic. Go back. End now. Live. Add a topic. Oh, are you going to give me any real proper choices for topics? Nope, they make you fucking pick one. Learn, live, match, food, gaming, pop culture, fandom, chat. What should I set? Um... Let's make it. We're going to be under the learn tab. And we're going to go live. <coughs> All right, here we go. Okay. So here we are again. Episode 39, 10 minutes in. very bad at harmonica but I play anyway whether you like it or not <coughs> you can just suck it as much as oh there's a farmer's blow right on the right on the podcast right on live um, I don't like to use the phrase suck it though honestly because it's meant to be like a bad phrase like oh you can suck it but I feel like isn't sucking it a good thing like I think it is so you shouldn't be if you're mad at somebody you shouldn't say suck it because that's what you say to somebody that you love right <laughs> okay that's I think that's a pretty decent little bit I'm definitely going to clip that one and put it on TikTok for a 30 second clip today uh, we are actually drinking a beer that we don't usually drink we got Keystone Lager um, is it a lager? I don't even know 4.9% so we know that that means that it's 4% is Keystone an American beer? Oh, Jesus, who could ever read that? Oh, no, Canada, Montreal. I think I think this is a Canadian beer. So maybe it isn't 4%. But still, why put 4.9? How much of a cop-out is that? Like, just put 5% alcohol in your fucking beer. Like, beer is weak enough already. So, anyway, yeah, we're drinking Keystone today because, again, it was on special at the local brewery. Uh, so... 
Uh, I got two as usual. I'm actually slowing down on drinking and weed and stuff. Like, you know, I've talked about substances a lot on this podcast. There's something that you got to be very careful with. Um, and I'm deciding that in the winter, since the winter is depressing enough already and I've got to play hockey and shit, I am going to slow down a little bit on on the substances. Uh, not More so weed, just because it kind of hurts your cardio system. I'm, I've been doing edibles. Like, I'm not going to stop weed. Don't get me wrong. I'm still doing lots of weed. But uh, I think that I'm going to s- stick just to edibles from now on, just because it's a little easier on the old lung lung skis, you know. Um, what else? What else? Um, oh, local news. I mean, I've been talking about. We have a band here in our city called. Uh, um, what the fuck is their band name? In Hell I'll Be In Good Company is the so- is their most famous song. Um, I should definitely remember the band's name. Fucking white. It's just a couple white trash guys. I know a guy in the band. Oh my god. I gotta know the fucking band name. What are they called? Um, I almost want to look it up. I'm, I'm sorry to the people that are in that band that I forgot your band name. But I don't think that you care because you have videos on YouTube that have 500 million views. Um, and you're touring Europe right now, so I think you're pretty doing pretty fucking good. But yeah, sorry, I can't remember your band name. Um, I was going to do a special interview with the guy from that band who was... He, was, he got accused of some sexual assault stuff, which was... Um, it was wrongful. It was, it was BS. And I was going to bring him on, and because I know the guy personally, and tell the real story. But it, it, it it's uh, you know, I blame myself. I blame that this podcast isn't successful enough. I blame, I blame myself. But um, I was going to have him on to talk about the real story of the sexual assault and and that kind of stuff. But I guess, I guess he wants to wait. He has a wedding coming up. He's on a tour right now in Europe. So he wants to wait on the interview, which I understand, honestly, I understand. If I was him, I wouldn't want to risk my band, my 500 million views, and however much, like, like he's got so much going on for some stupid podcast like this, just to to pursue a personal endeavor about somebody who wrongfully accused you. I, I understand. I understand. That doesn't mean I can't still talk about it with what limited knowledge I have and I could I can tell the story of how the girl that's accusing him is lying so because well this is the deal and you know what I'm going to get to my story about Central America because I just got back from Central America and I do want to talk about that and how I got mad about the COVID procedures and shit on this trip but first I'll just say a little tidbit about about him uh, one of the band members was accused I won't even say who he got removed and then now he got reinstated because of the defamation and the fake stories um saw this red blinking light and it freaked me out usually it's too bright in here for me to even see that it's my microphone um so this is the deal this is as far as I know the story and this might be wrong but I'll just say it to you and tell me what any viewer out there tell me what you think would be the deal she was, there was a girl, he had sex with a girl, he's a band member. Girls have sex with people who are in bands. Okay, we all know that. Uh, they want to, they try to, 
They do. There's a name for it. They're called groupies. That's how common it is. So he had a groupie and had, he was having sex with, and they had sex. And then I guess they had sex the next, you know, throughout the night. And then the next morning, he, you know, they were, they were fooling around a little bit again. And I guess he blew a load in a place that she didn't like. If you have sex with somebody, and apparently she was pretty young, right? So eight, at 18, how much do you even know about sex? You know nothing. So she didn't realize that when, you, when you're doing that, you're kind of, you're consenting already. <laughs> so, and semen is just semen. So if you're going to have sex with somebody, but, uh, and then get mad about them blowing a load on, you know, onto your body or whatever, you're kind of stupid. So that essentially is the gist of what happened in his story. Like this girl that he, that, that, the per, that the band member was with claimed that sh sh he was inappropriate with her when, um, no, you could have left. Like nobody was stopping you from leaving. It wasn't a hostage situation. So anyway, that's why I'm on his side of it. And that's the gist of what we were going to talk about. And I may get him on to talk about in the future, but right now he's a little skittish, which is fair. I understand. I've had, I've had many people who are, who are too skittish to come to come on the show honestly it's it's surprising but i also get it you know because the because the world we live in today is is very judgmental so i i have the advantage of always doing the show so i'm like a i'm like a shrimp or a krill like i have or even a human i mean there's enough of us like i have safety in numbers because i do so much interview i do so much talking that not not one small interview isn't gonna get me in trouble because i do so many people will look at the vast majority of good versus, oh, there's a mistake here. Oh, he said the N-word right here. <laughs> no, but no, I don't say the N-word. I'm just kidding. I, I've never said the, I've, I mean, I've maybe said the N-word, but, but not in a derogatory way. So anyway, um, that's the advantage that I have going. And that's why it can be sometimes tricky to get guests who are willing to be risky, who aren't comedians. Because comedian, being a comedian, and this is part of the reason I am a comedian, because I say stupid stuff anyway. It's almost like I deferred to it as like a, a trick in a way. It's like, you can say anything when you're a comedian, right? And, and it's okay. Cause you're, you're trying to, you're trying to talk about taboo topics. You're trying to be funny and make people's lives better. So if you mess up, it's just an accident. You're, you, if you're trying to create laughter. It's okay if you mess up sometimes. So that's where I also have the advantage against any, you know, random musician or something who's going to come on here who has they have a persona and, a, and a maybe even like a, a publicist and these people who manage their public image. And, um, you know, so I get it. They got to be a little more careful, a little more tactful because they're just, they want people to listen to their music. They don't want people to listen to their words and, and judge them as a person when they talk. Like, unless you're a really mature magician, uh, magician, <laughs> musician, who's already well-established, has a bunch of money, has a mansion, then you're not so worried about what the public might think of you. Your your albums are already platinum. Who gives a fuck? So that's the deal there. So anyway, um, God, those little pouches, they do not last for the shit. I just got these pouches from from the US. They're called Velo. They're, they're pretty fucking, like they're pretty good. They had these lozenges, like, like little thingies that you suck on like halls that were pretty strong. They were the talk of the wedding that I was at. They were so strong. Um, but yeah, Velo, good company, but I think pouches are kind of stupid. It's nice that you can swallow the spit when you're doing pouch chew. So that makes it a little easier if you want to do it in like an airplane or whatever. But 
And it is illegal to do it in airplane, but I do it, or it's against the rules. I don't know if it's illegal, but I do it in airplanes anyway. Um, that's probably what gave me. That's probably what gave gave me a sore throat and a earache when I got back from my trip. But uh, so yeah, I uh, got lots of American chew. It's fucking one quarter of the price in America for some reason, which is so angering. Like I will literally pay thirty dollars, thirty two dollars for a can of chew here. Their chew is two dollars. So it's not even. What is that? That's like 16 times the price. Give me a break. How can you just... That's not duty fees. That's just rape. You're just fucking us over at this point. Like, there's no justification for that kind of a markup on a, on a can of tobacco. So, yeah. So, here's the story about my trip to South America, okay? I like to pretend that I'm a successful guy. And maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. What do you care? You're just here to see if I say something funny or maybe you're here to because you don't like me and you're trying to make like look for something that's that I do that's stupid or you're just here to dislike the YouTube video. I don't know what you're here for. Or maybe you're lonely just like I am and you're here just to watch the show. Like I watch podcasts. I mostly watch the main ones and that's what you should probably do too. Go watch Joe Rogan. Go watch Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. Theo Vaughn, the guys who are the experts at this, and they're really funny. Those are the guys who I hope to be in 10 years from now, right? Go watch them, honestly. But if you're here to watch me, that's great. Let me tell you about my trip that I took to South, to Central America. Um, so, I am not rich enough to get first class, right? So I'm going to go to the, so I'm, my buddy is getting married and he's like, he's one of my best buddies. So I, of course I got to go to this wedding. And now I'm hoping that no, that none of them hear this, but, uh, so he's my best friend, but I, 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 I did not end up being the best man, you know, and that's his decision. Uh, you know, I'm, and I'm trying to be a comedian too. So I was really hurtful that he didn't want me doing any speeches or anything like that, but, uh. I get it. I would say, you know, I would maybe say something he wouldn't want to be said. I I don't know. Maybe I know too much dirt. But that's his decision. He didn't choose me to be the best man. Uh, there was another guy who was a ten. I actually introduced him to this guy. He was a tenant of mine. And he chose him as the best man. And uh, I ended up helping him with his speech quite a bit, which he ended up messing up a little bit. But it was a good speech, amazing speech. But he ended up messing it up a little bit some of the important parts because he I think he was focusing on playing to the crowd keeping his chin up which is important you know your extemporaneous um, attributes as you do your speech it's important to me that, that's more important than what you say is to look confident while you say it so he did a good job anyway so speeches helped him out with that but I was pissed I wasn't the best man a little bit and if you hear this you know just know that <laughs> I ended up, uh, one of the nights I, okay, so I'm just going to go through it, but one of the nights I ended up falling asleep a, a, in Central America, as dangerous as it is, I ended up falling asleep in the street, in the gutter. I literally fell asleep in a gutter. Uh, that's how much I drank at this fucking uh, wedding. So, you know, my own damn fault. So anyway, I, get, I told you I wasn't rich enough to get first class, but I ended up, so I bought my, my tickets to go to Central America round trip. 500 bucks pretty cheap pretty cheap so I mean maybe I have COVID to thank for that as to why the flight was so cheap but I was still angry about the tests and stuff that I had to get so let me tell you the story of what I did for that 
So first off, I buy cheap flights. I get to the airport for my very first flight from where I'm from, which is Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, to Calgary. So I, I was going Saskatoon to Calgary, Calgary to Atlanta, Atlanta to Guatemala. So that was my, all my connection flights for my cheap-ass little, little poor-person flight. And um, so I get to the airport, and my very first flight, I walk in. He goes, your flight's full. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, well, but we can, we can upgrade. They ended up upgrading me to first class on my very first flight, free of charge. But this is, we're talking, this is like a 50-minute, a 50-5-0-minute minute flight. So that's not very long of being first class. You know, I don't get drinks. I don't get anything really. But they still gave me like a meal and shit, which was nice because I had to end up staying in the airport. So I was pretty thankful to get a free sandwich and a bottle of water. But um, another good trick, dude, if you're ever on a flight and you're at the back and you're one of the last people to deboard, as you walk out of the plane, fucking keep your head on a swivel. If you look over when you're walking through first class, those motherfuckers, they always leave a bottle of water or like a wrap, like a nice chicken Caesar wrap. It'll just be sitting on the seat, unopened. So if you see it, like, keep your head on a swivel. If you want to get a free chicken Caesar wrap and a bottle of water walking out of a plane, you can pretty much get it if you want it. So, <laughs> I mean, there's a tip for you to get some free food on a plane. So anyway, first class for the first flight. Get to Calgary. That's after they fucking rescheduled me or some shit. And I know that my next flight out of Calgary is the next day. So I'm planning to have to stay in the Calgary airport, right? I am past security in Calgary. I'm so stupid. I accidentally leave security. Like, I'm walking around the Calgary airport looking for some, like, a couch to lay down on for the night. I accidentally end up leaving. Like, there's a bunch of signs. Do not enter. Do not enter. I fucking go through these glass doors anyway. I accidentally leave security. And it's after they've closed. It's after 10 p.m. So I can't get back into security. So I have to stay the night in the Calgary airport, but not in the actual airport. I have to stay in the front entrance, which is fucking... It's cold. I didn't bring a blanket. Nor, nor did I buy a blanket yet. So, fuck. So I have to stay the night in the Calgary airport. So I do it. I find a decent little spot. Whatever. I end up making it work. I get up the next day, and this is... I'm staying the night knowing my flights for the next day, I don't even know where they are. I haven't gotten the email from the air, airlines yet. I, they, I have not gotten a confirmation email or anything. So I'm planning to wake up and go straight to the help desk to see when my flight to Atlanta is because I it was delayed or canceled. Who the fuck knows what? So I go to the help desk the next day at like 7 a.m. Nobody's there. I wait for three or four hours. 11 a.m. rolls around. Finally, the people from... De I was with Delta and WestJet, by the way. Finally, the workers get to the help desk way later, and um, they say that my flight to Atlanta from Calgary has been canceled. So they end up putting me on a flight at noon to to Dallas, uh, Dallas, Texas, and and or it was to Houston, and that flight ended up getting canceled too. So I wait until noon. I I go through security. I'm in security again, waiting for my flight to Dallas or to Houston. It gets canceled. I have to leave security, come back out. And they're like, oh, okay, it got canceled. Now they end up putting me on a flight to Dallas uh, at 2 p.m. So I go through security again. And mind you, my backpack, like the, the bag I brought was just an absolute joke. Like I did not pack correctly. 
Um, I had fucking poker chips with a metal insert in them. So every time I went through security, I had to take out like a hundred poker chips. And they're not repacking my bag. They're taking out all these poker chips and they just leave them in a bin. And I got to fucking put them back in the bag. So annoying. So I do that a bunch of times. I'm finally on my, I finally get on my flight to Dallas. So after two different cancellations, I'm on my flight to Dallas. I get to Dallas. I fly to Dallas. It was a decent flight. Coming out of that flight, of course, that was when I, I did my little first class grab. I was walking out of the plane. And I was on a, it was one of those planes with three rows. So big plane. And I'm walking out of there. I'm grabbing, I grab a chicken wrap. I grab two bottles of water. And I'm out of there. So I, I, grab, I grab some food. And I'm in the Dallas airport at like 4 p.m. So I'm pretty happy because my next flight isn't until 9 so this, this is the deal this is what happened okay I t- the people at the wedding I told them a different story because I was trying to get laughs alright and I got laughs like it was worth it my I ended up missing my flight in Dallas from Dallas to Guatemala that that I missed my flight and I did drink a lot okay and that was what I told everybody I told them that it was because I drank a lot but the deal was when I was in Calgary the lady who was rescheduling me from Delta, she wrote on a piece of paper that my flight was at 9.56. Okay? That doesn't... I mean, I'm, that was what fucked me up. So my next flight out of Dallas was at 9.56. So I'm not blaming her. I, I know when you finally get your boarding passes, you should double-check them. Okay? you got to double-check them. So I get to Dallas. I get a boarding pass. I don't double-check it, right? I'm hanging out in the Dallas airport. This is... I blame it on several things. The Dallas airport was amazing. A bunch of, like girls who are cow cowboys right like they're cowgirls so hot wearing fucking cowboy boots cowboy hats tight bell-bottom jeans i love the dallas airport is the shit um and they have a magianos which is my favorite pasta place i found out about it from vegas it's actually a chain restaurant in america like i don't know how special it is to them it might just be like like east side mario's to them or something but i love man i love magianos they have their waitresses and waiters do amazing jobs. They make amazing lasagna, amazing pasta. So just better than average. Like they make better than average pasta. And I don't know how or why, but it's, it's amazing. It's better than most pasta places, especially Boston pizza. So I'm pumped about seeing the Maggianos. I'm pumped about the cheap beers because I'm in America. I'm pumped about the cheap chew because I'm in America. So I'm just in this airport vibing, walking around, so happy that no, nobody's wearing masks, hey, because... It's interesting to go to the different airports and see that no, like some airports have masks. If you're in Texas, they don't wear masks, and they're they're. It's I love it. I love it. They're just like fuck this shit. Um, oh yeah, and the testing. So I did get a free test leaving Saskatoon, and you need a when you're in Canada. I, actually, I mean to go to Guatemala, I probably only needed an antigen test. So there's two kinds of tests: antigen and PCR. I didn't pay attention to any of this shit before my trip because I thought it was just stupid. I thought the medical people or the airport people will pay attention to this. I get to Guatemala okay, right? Like, I have the right test. I didn't actually even pay for my test in Canada because we have places that do it for free. I think they have places that do it for free in America too, but of course you're always on a time crunch if you're not in your regular place and then you got to wait for the tests unless you get a speedy test and blah, blah, blah. But the, the, the story of the tests has to do with me coming back. So I'll get to that. I got there okay, other than my flight cancellations. So I'm in Dallas having a good time. And turns out my flight actually boarded at 9.06 out of Dallas, not 9.56. So I'm running over to my fl- I'm going to my flight at the boarding time at about 9.15. Turns out my flight has already left at 9.05. So I missed my flight out of Dallas. 
This is after I had already slept in the Calgary airport in the front entrance. And now I've got to sleep again in the Dallas airport, which is a way bigger airport. It's a fucking mess. Um, so yeah, I find another couch. And just guess what, too? I don't have a pillow. I, I, I brought a drone with me in this little box. It was a padded box. I used my drone as my pillow. It was such a shitty pillow. I, I have, like, retainers. I, I used to have braces. It was such a shitty pillow that my... my I, after sleeping on that drone case for two nights... Uh, my teeth moved a little bit and uh and yeah fuck who knows that's probably i mean that's probably not what caused the crack in my molar but yeah i have a crack in my molar that's i've got to get either pulled or who knows maybe a root canal but um so yeah i sleep another night in the dallas airport i way overreact i'm not sure i'm not sure if i'm gonna get another flight i'm super pissed but i end up getting another flight first thing the next morning and free of charge all these flight flight reschedules one thing that i do have to say about delta and WestJet was they don't charge you if you like if you miss your flight they don't you know they're not kicking a dead horse they will reschedule you and they'll get you a new flight if they have one available which is really awesome <clears throat> so i get on my flight i get to guatemala everybody loves my story about getting too drunk in the airport and missing my flight even though it was the lady in calgary's fault but i also was probably too drunk and i also probably should have double checked my boarding pass so it's it's a little bit of both a little bit of both I have an amazing time in Central America, hot tubbing, fucking seeing the culture. They have amazing food there. Insane women. Like, they're women just, they don't have cars. They just walk around up and down hills. Like, everybody's butt is just like, like just, the butts there are, if there's one thing that, that is nicer in Central America than North America, it is the butts. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, got to see lots of butts. Get to Cal get to Central America. Food's so cheap. That's the thing about Central and South America. It is so cheap there, and that is amazing. Cheap alcohol, cheap food, and it's great. And hostels that are basically free. Um, great accommodations. Great time with friends. It was just a great wedding all around. <clears throat> but yeah, come come wedding night. I swear, uh, I had about like they had good drinks at this wedding. Open bar, mojitos, Coronas. Just everything, all high, premium beers for free. I literally, before the wedding even started, before the dance started, before the speeches started, I had at least 20 Corona. I drank 2-0. I, I drank 5 to 8 Corona while I was helping the best man with his speech. And then after that, probably 12 more. Um, so yeah, a great night um, at the wedding. I ended up having like... Like, I got some attention. I got, you know, when you're on the wedding party, I'm not going to lie. You get some female attention, all right? And it was a good time. Uh, had like so, I had a couple of South American girls. I had my first chance at um, group sex, but I turned it down. And you know what? You call me a pussy. I don't care. I, I have a girl that I'm trying to be committed to, so it was a test of my willpower. And you know what? Internally, whether she cares about it or not, I fucking passed. I passed that test. So... I, I kept my willpower and I, and I crushed it. So didn't have sex with anybody, but fell asleep in a gutter that night. We went to the after party and uh, somebody was making fun of my teeth moving because having to sleep on the fucking drone. I got mad. That's all I remember. I was so drunk. I don't even really remember. Um, but great food at the wedding too. It was, like, it was literally like the keg steakhouse. Like there was steak, roasted peppers, roasted. One thing I found out that I love uh, is roasted... Um, uh, not bananas, but plantains, the fucking big bananas, you know, the big, uh, 
Big D bananas. Well, I don't know. What's a joke you could make about a plantain? Just a, just a big old banana. And I love them. They're roasted. It was good food. So after that, we go to the wedding party, the after party of the wedding, and I'm pretty drunk. I end up getting mad because somebody made fun of my teeth. But I don't think they even, it, was, it wasn't a big deal. But I just, I was so drunk that, you know, I was pretty primitive. I end up walking away out of the place and going up front of the, ho- the house and sitting on the sidewalk with my feet in the gutter. And I swiftly passed out. Had to get carried back into the place by a few people and put on a couch. But great times. I never, I never get drunk. Never. And I definitely never pass out or get drunk to the point where I'm puking or I fall asleep and can't be woken up. Or don't remember anything. But I do not. After I fell asleep on the sidewalk, I don't remember a single thing. Uh, I remember the, the groom, the, my best buddy there. You know, I remember him. I was asleep on the couch inside of the thing. I remember him. Tell like yeah, all right, man. I remember him checking on me, but that's about it. So yeah, I slept. I fell asleep in a gutter. Slept for several hours in a gutter, and uh, that's the way she goes. You know, that's the way she goes. Sometimes when you're at a wedding and you have twenty coronas and ten mojitos, that's just the way she goes. Oh, and they also gave us they gave us these little um, you know, what are those little things you put in your pocket with like a a flask? They gave us a flask and they filled it with they filled it for us with like thirty year old rum, like really fancy rum, and yeah, so I drank all of that. So six ounces of rum, 20 Coronas, and at least 10 Mojitos. I don't recommend it. Don't drink more than six beers, people. That's that's what you got to do. But if you're at a wedding, you better be getting hammered, especially if somebody took your best man position. So, um, yeah, I'm sick, by the way. So sorry about this farmer's blowing, but I don't have tissues near me, and I am sick. So... Okay, so wedding done for. I wake up the next day, check in with everybody. And, you know, everybody survived. Uh, The wedding happened. My one buddy, he fucking was on a roof. He was going to jump off the roof, apparently. I heard that this one guy that I know from the wedding, one of the groomsmen, was going to jump off the roof. And he smashed his phone. He dropped it, and apparently it cracked the screen, and he just decided to throw it and smash it. So that happened. And, uh, yeah, but just all around a good time. So now it's time to head home, right? So the wedding's over. I, I spend a few more nights. Oh, this is the deal. The name of this podcast, by the way, is going to be called I'm a Liar because I want to tell this story about how I lied to these people in this hostel. So I'm, at, I'm on my last night of the trip, okay? I, I'm at this hostel. It's called Hostel Audra, right? Right, A-D-R-A, right in the middle of, uh, of Antigua, which is a, a kind of a smaller city in, in Central America. It's, just, it's by Guatemala City. Um, but, uh, you know, just a little bit away. It's not as big as Guatemala City, but it makes it a little safer. So I'm at this hostel, and, you know, obviously I'm trying to, like, I'm just trying to see who's around. Like, there's all, there's a lot of attractive young people just doing crazy shit, doing poppers. They call them poppers. I don't know if you know what a popper is. I don't really know what a popper is, to be honest with you, but I thought that it was just weed and nicotine. Like, I thought it was just, like, kind of like a blunt, but like a mini blunt. Apparently, you, you can put some other drugs in there. So apparently, a popper isn't so innocent. But these kids were doing poppers. Even though marijuana is like death penalty, if you do marijuana in, in uh, Central America, you can get in serious trouble. But these kids were doing them nonetheless. I end up, I'm sitting at the fire pit in the middle of this hostel. Because uh, it's, it's a nice little hostel. <clears throat> and I run into these two Dutch people. Their names were... 
Davy, and that's a girl, and Jasper, and it's a guy, gay guy. And we had a good chat for a little while. I told them, and they knew nothing, right? I thought it was hilarious while I was doing it. I don't know how funny it is afterwards because lying isn't cool, okay? And especially for me because try, I'm trying not to lie because I'm a big-time liar my whole life. So I'm at this hostel, and I'm like, I'm going to tell these people that I'm in the NHL because obviously that's my dream. My dream is that I would have made the NHL. I still contest that I could have made the NHL if I, uh, you know, if I had committed to it a little more. Um, so I'm telling these, I, I tell them after a little bit of chatting, I'm like, oh yeah, I play in the NHL. I tell them that I play in the NHL. So I'm lying. I, I, not only do I tell them I play in the NHL, because I, I, I know I get the wind while we're chatting. I get the wind that they don't really know much about Canada or hockey. So I'm like, I could probably get away with this. Let's try this out because I'm a comedian. Let's see what, let's see what kind of a story I get out of this. I tell them that I'm in the NHL. I tell them that I play on a I tell them I, I tell them I'm a shitty in the NHL, okay? But I tell them I'm on the Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> and I start telling them like stories about Connor McDavid and how he's a great player because he is, but I don't play on his line or anything like that or on his team. But I have played with other guys that are in the NHL. Like I'm a decent hockey player, so don't get me wrong, but uh I'm not in the NHL. And uh, so yeah, I basically just for an hour, like for 30 minutes or however long I talk to these people, find out that people, well, Dutch, right? The Netherlands, that's where like, Amsterdam is there. So these people are huge druggies, right? That's the other reason why I decided to take this route and just kind of BS them a little bit was because they were clearly on drugs. Like they were clearly both on ecstasy and uh, they weren't doing poppers with the other younger kids, but the other kids were up on the roof doing, doing poppers. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was kind of funny. And uh, anyway, though, I'm a liar. Um, I tr I'm trying to lie less, but man, lying is tempting, you know. It really is tempting. Like, it just, it's like larger than life. You just, you just, it's so hard to not do it. You just want to be that person that, that you can create with your lies. And, uh, you know, so I did that. Ended up being a good hostel, had a good sleep, went and left the next day. But yeah, sorry, Davy and Jasper. Uh, I think that Davy knew though. She she was uh, uh she was definitely hot, hot to trot. Like she was because she was with her gay friend and they were traveling. They were talking about how the next day they were gonna climb a volcano, a volcano that I already climbed. By the way, I'm not talking about what I did on the trip other than the wedding. I went to an amazing golf course, El Punta, El Punta, and I climbed a volcano in sandals. And then I got to ride a horse on said volcano, which was pretty amazing. The videos are online. Um, so, yeah. Uh, they were talking about how they were going to climb a volcano the next day and stay in a tent up there. They were definitely planning to do drugs on that volcano. But, you know. So that's why I did what I did. I thought it was kind of fun, kind of funny to pretend that I was an NHL player. So that's my story of the Audra Hotel. Again. Avoiding the ladies, as I should. Sex is so, like... It's one of the... Sex is like drugs. You know, but it's kind of like the worst drug. Like, it always is drawing you in. Like, it makes you want to, want to, think that you have to, think that you should, even. Think that it's fun. But it's like, you know, I'm not a Christian here or anything. I'm not saying that sex is bad. It's just that... If you're with a person that you've been with for a long time 
even if you're not doing so well with that person, cheating or 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 doing stuff without the proper like properly being single is that's not a good idea. It's just not a good idea ever. You know, um, even though it feels like it would be. So, yeah, I guess I really said nothing there. <laughs> I don't know. Don't cheat on your on your partners is what I'm is what I'm trying to tell you. Even if you're having a shit time with them, break up with them first, and then and then go and do whatever you're gonna do. So. Uh, okay, so now to start with the flights home, I'll tell you a little bit about the flights home. And but I'm gonna be brief because I've kind of had enough of this. My tooth is starting to hurt. So I'm flying home, right? And and I'm gonna make it real short, real short. I'm not gonna tell all the bullshit details. I fly out. I'm in Guatemala, and they have a testing place in the airport, right? And I go up to her and I said, "Hey, I'm going to Canada." I give her my Canadian passport, which is required. I give, him, I give the lady my boarding pass, which boarding pass is, which is a boarding pass from Guatemala to Atlanta, Atlanta to Calgary, Calgary to Canada. So she knows I'm going to Calgary at the very least. I've given her my boarding pass to Calgary. I've given her my Canadian passport. And I pay 214 quetzales, which is their currency. So I think that's a decent amount of money. So I'm like, all right. Because a PCR test is more expensive than an antigen test. Antigen is required for U.S. PCR is required for Canada, right? So I assume they're giving me a PCR test. They do the same thing as a PCR test where they have the special Q-tip. They shove it right up my nose. I'm thinking I'm getting a PCR test. Turns out the lady gave me an antigen test. I went to Atlanta, stayed the night, didn't know that I had the wrong test. Get up the next day for my flight can't get on my flight because I have the wrong test I have to I would have had to get in the airport the testing place that was in the airport was asking 250 American dollars for a PCR test that same test would have been $40 in Guatemala they totally fucked me by not giving me that PCR test in Guatemala I was so angry and so I can't afford like I can't afford 250 American for a stupid fucking test so I end up finding some other channels, taking an Uber. I ended up getting a test for 150 which is still ridiculous, but... And, I mean, two Ubers, which were $20 American each. So, fucking, I saved $40. Great. Or I saved $60, whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. But I, I'm so mad because the people who are administering these tests, they should be properly looking at your documents and what you need for tests because I ended up losing, I see it as I lost hundred, at least $150 American because of this shit, this testing shit. And I'm not even as poor as it gets. Like, what about r super poor people? I understand you'd be like, oh, they shouldn't be traveling. But you can't not allow people to travel because they're poor. That's not okay. So anyway, that's my Central America trip with cutting out a lot of details from the flight home and how messy the flight home was. I had to stay another night in the airport on the way home <clears throat> but uh, and it was four flights I ended up going Guatemala to Dallas Dallas to Minneapolis Minneapolis to Calgary Calgary to Saskatoon which is ridiculous but cheap ass flights baby you know if you're going to pay 500 for a, a round trip flight you're going to get fucked you're going to get your flight stolen you're going to get you're going to get cancelled you're going to get your seats taken it is what it is but 
Anyway, guys, we're at we're at an hour. I want to thank everybody for tuning into this weird podcast uh, that I do. Any of my friends out there who might be listening, clicking around on these, thank you for listening. Because that's probably all who listens to this anyway is my friends. Well, if you're a listener and you're not my friend, guess what? You're my friend. Because you're like you're within the first like 1,000 fans of this show that there ever will be. So you're going to be one of my friends. So thank you for listening. Um, thank you to Keystone Lager for, for selling us this cheap lager. Thanks to Great Western for nothing. How about make your beer a little bit cheaper? And how about sponsor me properly? I, I You know, I probably got to go to you if I want a sponsorship. But eventually you better figure out what fucking shows are going on in the city. Great Western is brewed here in Saskatoon. You should figure out what fucking shows are in your own city here, people, and maybe get some sponsors. Especially shows that drink your beer on the show. So, anyway, Great Western, please sponsor me. Um... Thanks to all the listeners out there. This is episode 39 of Canadian Talk. Um, I think we're going to be out, people. We're out. Thanks to everybody listening on the TikTok Live. Uh, shoot me some questions. If you're there right now, if you hung around, type out a question right now. Ask it to me on the TikTok Live, and I'll answer it after I cut this off. So this is Canadian Talk. This is a Canadian podcast. It's a real deal. We're up in Canada. We may move one day to fucking Hawaii. Who knows? But for now, for the next 100, 200 episodes, you got this. You got my woodshed that I built. You got my fire pit. The fire will always be a part of this show because it's just, it's a part of it. But uh, I hope, I hope I made, I hope I made some people's day better. I hope I kept some people company today with this show Uh, or in the future. You know, this might be one year old and you may have clicked on it and listened to me. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. All right. Have a good day to anybody out there. You know, drink a beer. uh, Fucking smoke some weed. Weed isn't that bad for you people. Do weed. If your life is okay, if you have a job, if you're surviving, live a little. Treat yourself, you know? Okay. Anyway, that's it. I'm going to say goodbye for today. This is Canadian Talk. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.